Toronto proud to announce from Zurich, Men's League Switzerland, from US program, Austin Matthews. Okay, here we go. Episode 4092, I believe, if my math is correct. Uh, this week I'm going to be talking about uh, probably the biggest WTF moment or week of the entire year for me. Uh, I think many fans are probably going to agree. Uh, I'm definitely not going to hold back today because I'm, like super annoyed this week. Um, so I'll go over a couple of the games or three of the games. A uh, little bit of trade speculation. I know this will probably... Most people probably listen to this as everything's going down, so there's nothing I can do about that. Uh, I am not a fortune teller. And I'll talk about some of the upcoming games, and if I can, I will get into the news of the week before I head to part two. But I might have to save that for part two. Depends how much of a rant I go on, how angry I get, how upset I am, which is really upset. So, let's get started. What did everybody think? How did you feel about the first game against Pittsburgh? Uh, yeah, that sucked. I didn't get to see most of it because, again, I have lots of schoolwork. And uh, anyway, I just decided to watch a little bit of it. And I just, every time I turned on, I was like, what the hell are they doing out there? Like, I just do not understand why so many good players can just, like, mail the effort in. Like, is that fair? And, you know, I'm not a professional athlete. I'm sure they've got pressures and all kinds of stuff that I've never dealt with in my life. But, I mean, I've played sports. And I was never the fastest player. I was never the strongest or biggest kid or anything like that. But I was always really good at defense because I just, I was like a pest on people. I worked really hard. Uh, in basketball, I remember... Again, I wasn't very good at my shot sucked. Like, I'll just say that straight out. But if you put me on defense, I would essentially charge people without getting any kind of penalty. And I could just slap the ball away from them. Like, that was the easiest concept to me. It was like, oh, just keep the ball away from them and don't let them shoot on the net. Um, for soccer, uh, same thing. Again, I didn't have the greatest shot, but I was really, really good at, like, slide checking people, getting the ball away, and passing it to my partner who could... Uh, shoot it all the way up the field it was a great system I liked doing it and all it took was me just working hard and I remember I can't remember what grade I figured this out I might have been grade eight or something where I just this thing I don't know what I do remember the moment but I don't know why it happened and things just clicked where I decided hey if I just run at people and like work my ass off like actually become a very useful player out there and had my parents been able to afford hockey when I was younger, I'm sure I would have done the same thing. I'd have been a defenseman and I would have just charged people and got the puck away. 
And when I look at players that are on the Leafs and I see how good they are, like they're 10,000 times the athlete I could ever be, even if I worked my hardest. Um, but they just, they don't try very hard. Like, I don't understand it. It makes absolutely no sense. Uh, anyway, that's game one. <laughs> it just, I don't know. They just got, they just got shown up. And, and that's the other thing. When I look at Pittsburgh, that's what I see is a team that works hard and, and gets it. They work, they, they understand that, hey, if we just outwork people, they might be more talented. They might be younger. They might be a little faster. But if they don't work their asses off, we're going to outwear them. And that's what Pittsburgh dig, did. Um, so if anyone else uh, was paying attention to the news that week, I normally, like, I'd say Twitter is, like, overreactionary and, you know, general public reaction that you kind of get through the news and everything is just uh, too much. But this week, I just felt it was absolutely justified. Because you can only give a, the team so many chances before you're just like, what are you guys doing? Like you're making what is it, forty million something on the top four players? Uh, and I and honestly, like, there's no excuse that if you're only a one million dollar player or a league minimum of what six, seven, five, or whatever it is, um, that's more than most people will ever make. I will never make more than that. So you should realize what a privilege it is to be out there and to work your ass off. You should also realize what a privilege it is to have a team like they do uh, with all this young talent and, you know, all drafted in the same place. You have all the resources in the world. I'm sure Toronto doesn't skimp on the good flights and the good meals or anything. They're not eating McDonald's. And when I look at them and then I see that they're just, they, they're giving up, it really pisses me off. And then... And normally I defend them and go, oh, they're a great team. They'll pick it up. This is just a lull. They're bored at the beginning of the season, yada, yada, yada. Well, clearly I was wrong. And uh, something I'm probably going to talk about in part two, I don't know if I'll get to it today, uh, is Babcock was probably right. And a lot of people are noticing this now. It's like, huh, maybe because maybe he was really hard on them. Maybe he was an asshole. Uh, but sometimes those people are right. And maybe he actually was a really good coach. It's just the team emotionally or whatever the heck just gave up on him and were depressed because of it and they're like no no we can do better uh it's him it's him it's him and then they get that little bounce from their new coach who's i don't know supposed to be a nicer guy or something but now they're just going back to all these old habits and it's just the exact same things that i remember babcock saying and it was like why didn't you play matthews more in the third period people would say stuff like that well, maybe he deserved to be benched. Maybe there's some other players that deserve to be benched. Maybe there's a reason that players like, I don't know, Marlowe, who actually backchecked, uh, deserve to be on the ice. Uh, if you, you know, it's great to rely on your stars, but if you can't actually rely on them for to put in effort in those moments, they don't deserve to be out there. And, yeah, that's all I got to say. Um, that's a bit of a tangent. You can see I'm kind of mad. Uh, so anyway, yeah, there was general outrage on Twitter and the uh, TSN. I love the Overdrive guys. I just that show makes me laugh so much. Um, the whole thing with uh, Noodles' suit was really funny, and the MRI thing, uh, I it just killed me. But anyway, uh, Jeff O'Neill goes on a big rant, and it it was pretty justified. I think I'll talk about it more. Uh, maybe part two. We'll see. But anyway, so that all happens, and then they go into game three, and they just. It, it just blows my mind. Like, 
they kill them, 3 nothing. Freddy gets a shutout, I thought it was a good effort from everybody, they're making good passes, Muzzin just comes out like a bolt of lightning. Um, it felt like everything was clicking, it was all going good, and, you know, I don't want to, like, be, I hate being super negative, but when I saw that game, I was relieved that they won, happy that they won, happy that I saw the effort, but also super annoyed that I see that team appear, and then the previous team, like, what, that's not how any championship team I have ever seen playing hockey plays throughout the year and i mean i've been watching hockey for maybe 30 years now at this point i've been watching it since i was really little um but anyway you know i've seen a lot of playoffs i've seen a lot of good teams and the good teams the truly good teams that go on to win a lot and maybe win a lot of rounds and win a stanley cup they might look like they obviously lose games they have bad nights but it's not something that happens regularly. It's usually not something that you could have sound bites on it like every week. It's something that like, oh, uh, every three weeks or something, there might be a bad game. Sort of similar to the uh, Boston game last night against Vancouver where they beat them 9-3, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, but that team has been playing so well that they're bound to have that kind of thing and they're bound to have that kind of game and the previous night they had played calgary uh they had to come back and win so it's not surprising that they'd be out of gas whereas vancouver was like rested they just got a new player um they're you know they're kind of young and crazy just way of, it's a compliment actually so they were able to just take advantage of the bruins being tired so but again i don't look at them I, if i was a bruins fan which i'm absolutely not I would look at that team and just go, eh, it's one game, whatever. Um, but if the Leafs did that, like, like if they won the next game, which who was it? Let me see. Tampa. Yeah, if they won against Tampa and then they, like, cried against Florida, I I wouldn't be surprised. Probably make me even angrier. Um, so, yeah, they come out, just essentially murder the Penguins for nothing. You couldn't have asked for a better response. Uh, so I think people are breathing, breathing a sigh of relief or Friday. Everybody was like so happy and talking like, oh, wow, I can't wait for Saturday's game. It's going to be so good. Um, and I was obviously one of those people. Uh, although, I, like I said, I was still a little annoyed at what I've seen. And then we have the game on Saturday last night. What the frig was that i really wish i could swear because i mean this whole thing would just be swear words like beep 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 it sounded like morse code if somebody was blanking it out um so they're playing this game uh against carolina i don't even remember i think they were up a goal or something in the beginning and then hold on all right sorry i just wanted to pull up the score so i could look at it a little bit here all right so they were up a goal or in the first period, right near the end. And, you know, it's one of those goals, if you get near the end of a period, it feels like kind of a killer because you can go in motivated, whereas the other team's like, damn it, we should, we should have to hold on for 40 more seconds. Um, and then they... I, so Reimer was injured at this point already, I believe so. And then they come into the third, and they score four goals from 546 in the second period to 1317 in the second period it's 4-1 in a span of seven minutes 
and during this period is when uh, Ayers has to come in and uh, Morazic gets injured, which I think that was a penalty. I don't think it was a malicious thing, but anyway, who cares? It's like the least important thing that happened, really. Although, I guess, like the catalyst for everything. So there's this third-string goalie. He's a 42-year-old Zamboni driver. I think he was an assistant goalie coach somewhere. Like, he took shots from the team or something. Like, the least players knew him. Um, he comes out to play, and the team scores two quick goals. And it's very obvious that he is just, he's not an NHL-level goalie. You have this opportunity, even though it's kind of, it's not really great for sports. Like, you don't want to see somebody get embarrassed, like the goalie David Ayers, I think it's David Ayers, whatever. You don't want to see someone get embarrassed, but it's also a competitive sport, and it's not like they intentionally hurt both the goalies uh, to do this, and they need a win. They badly, badly needed a win, and it's your opportunity just and then on the first two shots in this goalie they scored get some more goals and just win the game don't embarrass them if you if they were up like 7-4 i mean i guess that's kind of embarrassing but then just kind of let just play defense right like just don't be don't be assholes and and get make it like 13-4 or some stupid thing but anyway on this team with some of the best one of the best goal scorers in the league right now matthews he's pretty top three right now of goal scorers this year uh You've caught Marner, one of the best playmakers in the league. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Tavares, one of the best veteran centers in the league. Uh, Nylander, he's like a dynamic winger. And so on and so on. And they could not get another goal. It was four... Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. Four-three going into the third period. They had an opportunity to get a couple goals and win this game. No problem. But for some reason, in that third period, that the team... I mean, they'd been playing kind of crappy all night. But they in the third period, they could not... They got, what, seven shots? Like, are you kidding me? Like, why didn't they take more shots? They had a power play where they were just kind of dancing around. I'm like, whoa, 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 try and trick them. Like, no, just shoot it. Like, you have so many opportunities. I guarantee you, if it doesn't go in, he'll probably let up a juicy rebound. Uh, if you just kind of fake him out, you, they probably could have faked him out easy. There's so much they could have done that they didn't do. And all of it was basically just a lack of effort. It was just a weak, uh, just that's the way losers play. Like, I'm not kidding. That's, I know that sounds really harsh. But that's just true. And to also make my point, if you look at the third period scoring from Carolina, both goals are unassisted. What does that tell you? Like, that tells you they didn't, there was no cross-team pass. There was no magical plays that got in. It was just Carolina playing good defense, and the Leafs, like, playing like beer leaguers, which is pretty ironic given the situation. And Carolina taking advantage of it, and a couple players just going, oh, I guess I'll just go score. I mean, they're not going to stop me. Um, it was, that was so embarrassing to watch. I, I, I wanted to turn it off, but it's like watching a car wreck where you're like, oh, I just, you know, no one's hurt, right? But you want to keep looking because it's kind of crazy and people are yelling at each other. And that's, that was just a joke of a game. Uh, after them, the team being called out with an effort on Tuesday to put another effort like this after like a good win is just sad. It's not good at all. 
And this team, like, if even if they make it to the playoffs, like, let's say they're third, Florida keeps losing, which is, like, this is going to be the saddest race to a, a third spot in a division because Florida and uh, Toronto are just both sucking right now. So they could end up with, like, 90 points, be eight points back of, like, ninth place and still win a spot because of their division. If they go in like that, like, with this style where they win one with a good effort, then they just fall asleep in the next game. Play like a bunch of minor leaguers who may only make like you know, twenty bucks a game or something to entertain the fans. Uh, there's no way they'll beat Tampa Bay. There's zero chance. Like I, okay, I'll I'll be nice. I'll give one percent chance. So you're saying there's a chance? Um, and I mean, if they ended up playing Boston, which it doesn't look like it right now, again, it's just the Bruins would smoke them right now. Like absolutely smoke them. Um, it just, oh man, that made me so mad watching that game. And look at the shots on Freddie Engine. Wasn't it like forty nine shots? Uh, the TSN thing says forty one, but that is not correct. There's no way. It was more than that. Oh yeah, never mind. Because there's six goals, so that would be forty, uh, forty seven total. Yeah, that's that's better. Um, I don't know what to say. It was just crap effort. And this, you know, it's kind of the same thing I've been saying all the whole time was like, I don't think on paper their defense is that bad. When you pile up Muzzin, uh, Riley, and Barry, even CeCe is fourth, plus, you know, Dermott and Hall and all those guys, like, that shouldn't be the wor- one of the worst defensive teams in the league. But for some reason, the way they play together, it's not just them, by the way, it's the forwards, it's like the system, the culture, whatever. The way this is all put together is just horrible right now i don't know how you fix it at this point i don't know if it's a player in the room that's just being detrimental or there's like this collective attitude against some of them that like they're all being kind of selfish i'm not sure but unless they figure it out in the next few games they might find themselves out of the playoffs and even if they somehow squeeze in i just don't have a lot of hope right now (sighs) glad i got that off my chest Man, that was this was a rough week. I on my paper I just wrote like WTF in huge letters on my notes, like what I was gonna talk about. <laughs> so, uh the hope lies in the upcoming games and it's a easy week, right? Yeah, you know they're playing? So they play Tampa first, which could be their first round matchup, so we'll see how they play against them. Might give you a primer for what's ahead. Uh they play Florida next, which the last time they played Florida, they didn't have Barkov, and it didn't seem to matter. Toronto just gave up and let them win, so we'll see how that goes. I mean, if they don't come out with some big efforts, three games in a row, like, I want I want them to, even if they lose, I want them to just be, like, fighting to the bitter end, which I doubt is going to happen. And then on Saturday, they play my other favorite team, Vancouver. Uh, I got to, I'm not going to, I know this, some people is going to say, oh, you're just boys, you don't. You know, look at this objectively. Vancouver's a way better team right now. There's team, there's players on that team that give a shit. They don't make big money yet. Some of them do make big money, but they still try. And uh, even even Louis Erickson, like, this is going to blow some people's minds. But if you watch some games of him, he backchecks. He might not score a lot of goals. His goal-scoring days are over, but he freaking backchecks. He's a good penalty killer. Um, and he's a decent team player. Like I, There's a, a funny video somewhere on Twitter that I think the Vancouver Canucks uh, Twitter put up 
where it's like Louis Erickson fighting to get uh oh, I can't I think it was Tanner Pearson an empty net goal and you could just see like he's just battling this one player along the boards you know putting in all his effort and they put the video in like slow motion with like this epic music and then he gets the puck and passes it to Pearson he scores an empty net goal it's pretty funny but that's like this guy puts in more effort to back check and defend even though he's much maligned and people are pissed off his contract and stuff he does more for the team defensively than some of the top players in the Leafs who are making like seven nine ten eleven million um it's it's utterly shocking and i think right now if the toronto maple Leafs play this way anywhere close to this against the vancouver next saturday they are dead uh vancouver will smoke them no problem whatsoever it's going to be a good matchup because you can kind of see um this young skilled team that dubas wants to put together versus a young skilled team that also has a lot of like grinders on it in the canucks i mean just look you've got tanner pearson uh tyler Toffoli and jt miller up there with uh antoine roussel like there's some players that are going to cause the maple of trouble um I'm, I'm actually very curious to see what happens and I, I at this point i'm highly 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 going to give it to vancouver especially after the game i saw last night which was ridiculous um so it, needless to say it's a big week i'm actually kind of looking forward to some of the radio chatter and see what they say about this because it's probably going to be pretty funny <laughs> uh, and pretty exciting um so there's a trade deadline tomorrow or today when you listen to this uh i really hope they do something i don't know some kind of splash some kind of shock because this team needs it and there's going to be two takeaways from it if they do some type of splash and shock then you could kind of go all right, the GM has recognized that something's got to change or this is a waste of a season. Or you can look at it if he does nothing. You can go, well, he realized this team isn't competitive right now and you know there needs to be things they can fix, but they can't do it right now because prices are too much and they got to take a long-term approach. So they're just going to let them figure it out. And if they don't, then there's going to have to be big changes. So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I hope there's something that happens, some type of just crazy veteran um, that comes on the team and helps make a big difference because they desperately need it. And there's nothing else to say. Thank you so much for listening. I will catch you next time.